All aboard. The Carolina Outdoors is now in session. Your host here as each week, Bill Barty, as we blast up and down the eastern seaboard via the airwaves of WBT Radio early on a Saturday morning, as well as digitally via podcast. Welcome all aboard, and thank you. 2023, we had over 70,000 downloads and listen via the podcast highlights of the Carolina Outdoors. If you like what you hear, rate and review it. It helps other people find us, learn about the outdoors, and learn about the flagship place where I hang my hat through the week, Jesse Brown's Outdoors, located in the shopping district of Charlotte, the Sharon Corner Shopping Center over in South Park, and 24-7 at jessebrowns.com. On this edition of the program, we're going to take a look at a few things in the outdoor realm. Namely, one is camping. A Carolina outdoor program would not be uh, fitting without the subject matter of camping. And we're going to talk a little bit about that and how to enjoy camping in the cold weather. Many of you, speaking of the podcast, may have heard of Alex Flowers from Jesse Brown's on the program a few weeks back. If you missed it, you can go to the podcast and listen to it talking about cold weather. We're going to continue that conversation on camping in the cold, a few secrets, and a few choice investments that you can make uh, before taking a trip during the winter time. Plus, we're going to talk about a recent article that lists seven of the most affordable mountain towns to live in in the United States. We'll go through them, although one of them is a city, uh, arguably, but we'll talk a little bit about that. And one of them is located right here in North Carolina. So seven of the most affordable mountain towns to live in, one of them is right here in North Carolina. Which one would it be? Could it be? Stay tuned for more of the Carolina Outdoors to find out about that. Also, upcoming, we're going to go through some upcoming events that have made the calendar in the outdoor realm, some of which is over at Jesse Brown's uh, January 17th. We have Charlotte Vice that's coming into Jesse Brown's. That is the Fly Tying Club from 6 to 8. Uh, limited spots for this. So if that one fills up, there's a few spots left for January 17th. Once it fills up, we'll go next to January 31st. So if you've ever looked towards the art form of fly tying, uh, stay tuned for more in this program. We're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about those fly tying events at Jesse Brown's, as well as over at the Visualite Theater. This one just popped up March 21st the 18th annual Fly Fishing Film Tour. That's right. If you're interested in fly fishing, adventure travel, or independent film, that's the place for you. We're going to have live music starting at 5 p.m. The movies start at 7 p.m. Of course, we'll be talking more about that in the upcoming months because that is March 21st. Just one more thing for us to look forward to on the outdoor calendar. Um In upcoming episodes of the Carolina Outdoors, let's just go ahead and delve into that. We're going to talk some about scouting and some things going on in our community, the scouting community, the food community, and more because uh, of Loaves and Fishes is having their food drive along with the scouting Mecklenburg uh, County Council. That is um, Loaves and Fishes 
friendship trays, a new name's coming up for that group. So maybe as we have Tina Postel coming on the program in upcoming weeks, we'll find out what that new name is. Mecklenburg County Council since 2010 has collected close to 3.5 million pounds of food uh, for those in need in the Charlotte community. So congratulations to them. And for us listeners to the program, we'll have more on that and how we can participate. Um, But before we do any of those things, did you see the article about why people get sick with viruses in the winter? I'm pointing over there to TJ the DJ Boggs. TJ, forever, decades, I always thought that people got sick in the wintertime because they were indoors, and that's where more germs kind of, you could pick up more germs. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Well, the, there is the Mayo Clinic News Network had an article that just came out, respiratory viruses, well, COVID's the big one, of course, but the flu and all of that, they surge in the colder months. Uh, uh, Dr. Benneker of uh, of the study said it's a really interesting phenomenon that we see with respiratory viruses like the flu or COVID that we see this annual surge of infections during the cooler months in the northern, northern hemisphere. It usually happens between November and the end of February, according to Benneker, who's at the clinical virology lab at the Mayo Clinic. But there's another factor. And here it is, TJ. As two Southern boys, we know this. Okay. It's humidity. Ah. In the warm weather months, normally, especially in the Northern Hemisphere, but especially here in the Carolinas, we know how humid it gets during the warm Uh, weather months. Well, of course, and we're enjoying it. I say, quote, unquote, enjoying the drier weather of the wintertime. But the droplets that come from sneezes, that come from coughs, uh, that sort of thing, they become smaller. Those droplets are smaller in the drier weather, the lower humidity, and therefore they're more contagious. We pick up these droplets. The humidity makes the droplets from coughs, from sneezes, from all of those sorts of things, they are bigger and less transferable during the warm weather months. I had no idea. I know it. That's why I brought it in, because I love it. In the winter, when the air is drier, those droplets that may contain a virus can hang in the air for longer periods of time and can spread further. So mark that down, a little bit of wisdom on the Carolina outdoors. So everybody needs a humidifier in their house. L- Several. TJ the DJ. That is in the big letters on the top of the, on it. the bottom of the article. I was reading it backwards. It says, well, how did you know? Besides taking precautions like getting vaccinated and practicing good hand hygiene, Dr. Benneker says, humidifiers may also help prevent the transmission of these viruses. I knew it. I actually wrote that. Yeah, see, I knew it. The, I knew you dropped out of medical school to come over here yes. and be a DJ yes. at one Julian Price place. That's why I'm here. <laughs> that is why he's here and a whole myriad of other reasons as well. He's TJ. I'm Bill. We're going to continue the conversation. You're listening to the Carolina Outdoors. <laughs> 